0: Rabkhasko Bennett is a writer, political activist, and Board of Trustee member of Agudas Yisrael of America. He is here today to discuss the New York Times crusade against the from community, as well as the Agudas new campaign, knowas.org. Rabkhasko, thank you so much for joining us.
1: My pleasure to be here with you, Yakov.
0: Ours, too. These two New York Times reporters, uh, Shapiro and Rosenthal, what I find just mind boggling is they claim to be education reporters. Education. The only schools they ever write about seem to be yeshivas. And it's like if somebody would read The New York Times, you'd think that the only schools in New York are yeshivas. So I'm just curious what your thoughts are on that before we get to the
1: campaign itself. Well, unfortunately, the New York Times, as you made mention in your open over here, is on a crusade, or at least that's what we're calling it, uh, against the Orthodox Jewish community, in particular into yeshivas. They have been relentless in their coverage, negative, negative demonization of the community, um, on this issue. They have found what, what is most disturbing, to be honest, and to be, to, you know, just go straight to the point. Um, where I come from, a journalist has a job to get the story right, simply to have their own premise and their own narrative and then to fit their reporting, to fit their own premise and narrative isn't reporting. That's activism. And in this matter, they have gone to great lengths to put out a story and to put out multiple stories, not one, not two, not even ten We're talking about 13 different stories over a four-month period. I would say 99.99% negative, nothing positive, nothing redeeming, nothing qualitative, simply negative reporting about this uh, mistake and that issue and this perception and on and on and on. That's not reporting. That's activism. Why they do it, I, I wouldn't pretend to know.
0: Yeah, and I was curious, going to ask you if you knew why they do it, and I understand that you don't, and uh, and and yeah, it look and it's anecdotal, and th- they don't back it up with data. In fact, the data contradicts them in so many ways, and they go they put out these requests for people to reach out and share with them stories about yeshivas, about Hasidish, about you know th- their experiences. And from what I understand, there's dozens of people, dozens of good from Yiddin who are responding, telling them all sorts of positive things. That somehow never makes it. It's it's only the one out of probably hundreds that, that that are negative stories that are the ones, of course, that get the front page.
1: And you don't have to take my word for it and you don't have to take your word for it, Yakov. The fact remains is that on the public record, when the state education department put out a request for comment two different times – there was an overwhelming, overwhelming response the first time, about a year and a half ago, of over 150,000, or I believe about around 150,000, I don't recall the exact number, yeah. of responses, overwhelmingly positive responses, pro yeshiva, people who have children, grandchildren themselves, but have been in yeshiva responding. And then, much more recently, the second round of the SED. And that, by the way, Yaakov, was a record for the SED the first time around. The second time around, when a call for response came, now you have to realize that as part of the mandate of SED, when they implement new rules and new regulations, by law, by statute, the state education department had to get public comment. It was part of the process. And so when they put out this request for public comment, they doubled the original amount, over three hundred and fifty thousand uh, messages, comments, emails, all sorts of letters. Over again, overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly, we're talking about supermajority, beyond supermajority, of positive comments. Now, correlate that with the New York Times coverage. Comparatively, you're talking about um, three hundred and fifty thousand parents, students community members who have all had a positive interaction, be it personally, their children, their grandchildren, interaction, experience, lesson with the Yeshiva system. The New York Times in comparison has had zero of those comments in their reporting. Uh-huh. Now we can we can we can read an article and we can have one article where the reporter doesn't get it right. We can maybe even accept two articles. 13 articles where there's nothing redeeming it's outrageous it's really outrageous and and that no one is calling them to task and when you ask the new york times how do they stand behind this kind of reporting they say we stand behind this reporting and we stand behind this this reporting And there's really no methodology to to, to, to be able to get the honest story. And we're reading these stories, and it's almost as if it's a tale of two cities. The New York Times is saying that we are a failure, and here is this community that is, in a great majority, thriving—not just thriving, but doing well, well in, in for society, well for its own community. And of course, the yeshiva education is different, but you wouldn't know that reading the New York Times.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely—it's a—it's a disgrace. And you're right; those numbers are uh, that you mentioned are truly staggering. And look, the Aguda is fighting back. And I did want to get into, of course, this campaign, knowus.org. You're fighting back in a positive way, in a way where you're spreading the messages, uh, uh, not propaganda, not any, you're, you're saying literally, know us. In other words, get to know us, get the real story, get the facts. So describe if you can what the content of Noah's dot. and I noticed by the way it got a ton of press coverage in the secular media I I saw stories really nationwide stories so you know this got a really really a lot of coverage and and very positive attention and I think the credit honestly goes to the fact that it's such a it's such a positive campaign and it's 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 literally spreading awareness hey we want to show you what we're all about we want to tell our stories So tell us about that and what kind of platforms are being used to disseminate it? We saw pictures, of course, of those amazing billboards in Manhattan. But just tell us about the campaign.
1: Right. So what the Aguda is doing for the first time, I've been involved in the Aguda at this level of Asconis and activism for quite a number of years, Baruch Hashem. And Kal and, and, and Yisrael is very familiar with Aguda Yisrael's style. Usually it's batsne aleches. Usually it's quiet. It's diplomacy. Usually it's trying to meet people behind closed doors, trying to get a, a different perspective, trying to get the right information into the hands of the right people. And in most, in most cases, whether it's a politician, whether it's a policymaker, whether it's an editor, I myself have met over the years with many reporters privately off the record, you know, meeting for coffee, getting a chance to know them, explaining the community giving background, et cetera, et cetera. With the New York Times, that simply wasn't possible. They refused, absolutely refused to get the story right. So you're correct. The Agoda has done something here that, to my eyes and to my experience, is really unprecedented. And they are doing it in reaction to the coverage of the community, not only of the New York Times, but by the general media in particular. Um, the general media, and of course led by the New York Times now, um, really is not getting the story of the Orthodox community right. Whether it's the Netflix, whether it's uh, you know exposés, whether it's coverage by a regular reporter of, a, of, of any incident in any comu- in any of the Orthodox Jewish communities. They simply do not, it's, it's so obvious, they are simply not um, getting it right. And so at this point, the Agoda felt, of course, led by the Gidele Yisrael, and the members of the Meitzis, that, that something had to change. Simply just doing more of the same was not getting any result with the New York Times and with the media. People don't understand us. And yes, it's not always comfortable. We're not looking for publicity necessarily, and we're not looking to get into people's eyes, but we're talking about the safety and security of Orthodox Jews and of the Jewish community in particular, in general. The fact is, is that anti-Semitism, as we all are recognizing, is at alarming levels. And and in that number of the alarming levels, which we are seeing from all the different studies 95% 95% in the last year in New York City of all anti-Semitic attacks were against identifiable Orthodox Jews. So simply just screaming, wringing our heads and saying, it's terrible, it's terrible, and please stop. Wasn't moving the envelope, wasn't moving the needle. Wasn't, and, and we simply, the Aguda, had decided something has to change. So this billboard campaign is not just a billboard campaign. It's a mass media campaign. Obviously, the most prominent of all are the billboards that you're seeing, both in the Lincoln Tunnel In Times Square, across the street from the New York Times building, again, something that good has never done before, trying to get the message out, knowus.org. It's a different style campaign. A white paper has been created to show all of the different reasons where the New York Times and where the media are getting it wrong, where society in general is getting it wrong. The positive contribution of the Orthodox Jewish community, Orthodox Jews all across the spectrum. There is so much good that's coming out of this community. You'd never know it by watching the shows, reading the newspaper, hearing about this community. You just wouldn't know about it. We do because we live in the community. But other than that, it was felt and it is felt that we have to get out in front of the eyes of legislators, of policymakers. So there's a digital ad campaign prominently displayed now in all the political uh, News sites, city and state, Politico, Empire Report. Again, like you may- made mention, Yakov, there's something called earned media stories. And for, I, I don't remember the Aguda having so many secular media sites across the country picking up this story about what we're doing. So, yeah, it's important. Um, obviously, uh, it, it, we wouldn't be doing it if we didn't feel that there was a significant uh, reason for it. And as I said, at this point, simply doing nothing, and as Rabbi Zudel says so eloquently, our silence should not be considered as accepting this terrible anti-Orthodox uh, demonization that has taken hold both in mass media, as uh, like the New York Times, and in social media. This stuff carries, it carries all across the spectrum. And people start to believe what they read. And it's dangerous. It's absolutely dangerous. And we are trying to do something about it with a positive education campaign. Look, something has to be done. We're trying to do that.
0: That's really fascinating. And I just want to follow up on that point here for a moment to clarify, because it sounds like I was curious about this. I'm sure many are, as far as the fact that we usually are more tsunua, We usually do like to keep a low profile. And you mentioned that the Gdailem, in conjunction with the Aguda, uh, decided that this situation calls for something very public. It sounds like you're saying because of the urgency. Did, did you mean because there's, there's a Sakana? Is it because of the anti-Semitism that this kind of stuff brings about? Is it because uh, the, the New York Times, yeah. the negativity is just getting so, so out of hand? Can you just clarify that point?
1: So for, to my understanding, we'll use a statistic from year to year, November, to, to, uh, November, November, 2021 to November 2022. In November 2021, there were 25 anti Semitic attacks in New York City. In 2022, there were 45 anti Semitic attacks in New York City. And as I made mention before, 95% of those attacks in November were against Orthodox Jews. So clearly there is a correlation between what we're seeing out in the street, the demonization of Orthodox Jews generally and anti-Semitic incidents. Again, I'm not a scientist, I'm not a sociologist, but let's appreciate the idea that Orthodox Jews are under attack. Forget the media for a moment. Simply put, um, we have to protect our community as best as we can. Sometimes getting information out into the street, sometimes talking about our community, that we are, again, a positive contributor to society, sort of takes away the stigma that, that, that our antagonists would have you believe of the community. So if that's the case, if we are in trouble, all, all bets are off. If we are in trouble and our community is under attack, things have to be done. Obviously, we don't do things on our own, certainly not the Aguda. And so anything that we're going to do in the public sphere is going to be guided by the Gidele Yisrael. And that's, that's basically how I can explain it.
0: Yeah, that's very interesting. No, it seems to make a lot of sense. Uh, so practically speaking – uh, how does this play out? I, I, do, I doubt, you know, we're expecting, maybe the New York Times will tone it down. And maybe, I, I don't know if it's overly optimistic to hope that they get the message and that, you know, they get a lot of backlash. Is, is the hope that other media outlets will, you know, start to tell the truth, will start to pick up positive stories about the Orthodox Jewish community? Is, is it about the politicians? Is it about just public opinion in general? How do you see all this, um, playing out over the next few months? a if this campaign is successful?
1: I think that it would be wishful thinking to hope that the New York Times would change their <laughs> their, yeah. uh, their, their direction. It's very hard to tell a tiger to change their, their spots. Um, unfortunately, um, me personally, I'm speaking for myself now, I don't believe that this is only uh, hopeful that the New York Times would tone it down. I wouldn't expect them to do so. But putting out information into the public sphere – There's been tens of thousands of downloads of the white paper on the knowus.org website even the last 10 days. We have seen a tremendous upswing in people wanting to know more, reporters calling. You know, when there is 100 percent negativity against the community in the uh, uh, mass media market like the the New York area by a, a company of the New York Times, don't think for a moment that that doesn't. Really um, transcend just New York. It's across the country and across the world. Everyone reads the New York Times. It's a very respected, highly respected paper. Uh, Washington Politicos read it. Uh, decision makers, policymakers, judges read it. Let's appreciate for a moment that most people outside of Borough Park and outside of Brooklyn have never met an Orthodox Jew in their life. And they're only knowledge of an orthodox jew is what they read in the media can you imagine that 100 percent of that description that false narrative that false caricature of an orthodox jew is what the new york times says we are now take that into the business world take that in front of judges take that into academia you're talking about people who have no interaction with orthodox jews except what they read in the media Somebody has to push back. Somebody has to give a different perspective. There needs to be a different way to view our community. That is what knowus.org. It's much less than the New York Times than it is for the world at large. If the world will have an opportunity to have a resource such as a knowus.org, sort of this clearinghouse for positive, truthful uh, messaging factual about the community who the community is what we do what we offer who we are for that matter you know, there, are, there are so many successful stories in the orthodox community we're talking about lawyers and doctors and accountants and business professionals people who work on wall street people who are in academia rabbis scholars people who learn scribes sofrin there's so much contribution pre-1a teachers beautiful rabbi there's so many great stories out there of people in our community who are living good clean healthy lives no one is reporting on that and it's not able to be seen if people don't have a place to find it so yes of course it's about the new york times but at this point with social media the way it is a new york times story makes its way and, and finds its way into so many other homes We hope that others will pick up our reporting and our facts and our uh, description of what is to be truthful. And if you want to know about who this community is, call us find us. Find someone who's interested in having that conversation. I guarantee you, your your perspective and your ability to understand our community will be far enhanced if they would be able to find a place to do so. That is what org hopes to be doing moving forward.
0: That's a really, really great points there, especially as you say, so many positive stories to tell, so many things. You know, that, that does not get media coverage. I mean, let's be honest, even in the from media, which I'm a part of, you know, we tend to gravitate to the negative because whatever reasons, that gets gets clicks that's the you know the kind of the train wreck instinct that we have i'm not defending it but it is what it is but but you're right i mean we we kind of live it and breathe it and you know maybe we even lose sight of it but there there is baruch hashem so much positive so much good that gets done Uh, the ratio is probably 99.9 percent to 0.1 percent of whatever negativity there is and i do appreciate your passion very much i i my final question um you, you talked about the the surge in anti semitism, and certainly I can understand how that would be linked to the media. I'm curious, just more of a broad, broadly speaking, uh, the local politicians. Let's say Mayor Eric Adams. I know that they are good. To obviously, you know that's really it's bread and butter. In part, is being in contact with the politicians. So, look, we know that whatever the causes of the anti semitism, it's out there. Recently, you know, D. A. Alvin Bragg in Manhattan obviously is has, is way too leaning on criminals. I mean, he offers these plea bargains to these violent criminals, all sorts and types, but that includes anti-Semitism. There was this ridiculous plea, plea deal a few days ago with the these uh, people who attacked this man who was going to a parade or going to some kind of event last year. Are you, or is the a good in contact with the politicians? Is there being more done to to kind of crack down on the anti-Semitism and the violence?
1: First of all, the question is a, good, a very important one. It's multi-layered with a number of variables. So, just to break it down for a moment, the Aguda Bar Hashem has a number of wonderful relationships, both in the city and the state level, the national level, and even into, and even the international level. So, for the Washington office, I will just make mention of the fact that the White House has been very focused on anti-Semitism over the last few months. Our Washington director, uh, Abba Cohen, who's well-known, well-respected, has been involved and invited to all of those meetings. I think it's being led by uh, Vice President Harris's husband. I think they call him the first gentleman. They've had some serious meetings there where, where you know, obviously the numbers are staggering. There's a very large concern. The yeah, Agudas is working together, believe it or not, with the local uh, chapter of the ADL. You'll see that the ADL has been much more outspoken. Uh, on matters that affect us directly ADL does have a lot of entree to elected officials both locally and nationally and having an ally and a partner certainly when it comes to anti-semitism not just the ADL but other organizations that are involved secular Jewish organizations it's, it's not just uh, anti-semitism against orthodox Jews it's anti-semitism period yes of course it manifests itself to orthodox Jews so the Aguda has partnerships and, and we work together very closely sure it's a constant work in progress I meet politicians all the time on behalf of the Aguda. Look, the ones who know us, know us. Eric Adams knows, uh, knows the, or the, the community. He knows us well. I will remind you, Yaakov, and your listeners, that uh, the number one reason why the Orthodox community supported Eric Adams was because of crime and safety. Because they felt that he would be a good mayor on crime and safety. That is, That always has been and Will continue to be the number one issue for Orthodox Jews as far as rising anti-Semitism is concerned. Look, uh, it's not a new it's not a new evil. We know this evil for decades, for for centuries. Uh, it's an ancient form, the most ancient form of hate known to mankind. Uh, why would anti-Semitism now be rising? It's unfortunate. There's so many reasons, so many compelling reasons. Again, just to break it down, I believe that there's a polarization of society generally, as we see not just politically, but generally there's a polarization that is out there in society in general. Whenever there's polarization in society, historically the Jewish people have always been scapegoated. In a time where we have to go through COVID, in a time where there's re- re-emergence of polio, those kinds of illnesses, society has historically, we saw it in Europe, we saw it in Russia, we unfortunately are seeing it now, the Jews always get blamed. The far right, the far left, always finds they're bogeymen, and the bogeyman is, of course, unfortunately, the Jewish people. Social media has uh, allowed hatred to go unfettered, unabetted, all across uh, the platforms, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Twitter, whether it's just ser- simply being online. The hate is hair-raising. The anti-Semitic rhetoric is absolutely shocking And we've seen it over and over and over again. The Jew has always been under attack. We have to fight back. But we don't fight back with our fists. We fight back with Chachma. We fight back with skill. We fight back following the Yisrael. We're in America. We're in a Medina Shal Chesed. It's a democracy. Yes, of course, we're going to work with our elected officials, Republican and Democrat. certainly in New York, where it's a democratic state and a democratic city. We're going to work with our media partners as best as we can. We're going to work hard to try to educate people in the way that we can. That's what Noahs.org aims to do. That is what the Agudah is trying to do. People say to me all the time, what does the Agudah do? We are the front line of defending Orthodox Jews across this great country. We've been doing it for a long time. I'm proud to do it. We work on behalf of Chal Yisrael under the guidance of Gedele Yisrael.
0: Okay, we will leave it there. Absolutely understood. Uh, Rav Chazka, I appreciate your passion, your clarity, your great analysis of this whole situation and and your ask on us. Look, you're out there being meister nefesh to help Kaliswal. I'm sure it's not easy. Uh, and uh, I wish you a lot of, we appreciate you being spending the time. I wish you wish a lot of haslacha for all your efforts.
1: Appreciate it very much. Just one more time, know yeah. us.org. There's a lot of information out there and I will leave you and your listeners with one more thought. Not sure. just Haskell Bennett, not just Haskell Bennett, not Rabbi Zubel, not all the other beautiful, wonderful people who are working tirelessly for our Israel. Every Jew out there is an ambassador for Kali Yisrael. You work in, the, in your workplace. You have people who are either secular Jews or Gentiles or not, not Jewish altogether. The way we behave, the way we act, the way we comport ourselves on a bus, in the street, wherever we are, whenever we are. We have to remember that we are ambassadors for Kal Yisrael. You have an opportunity to speak positively about your fellow Jew, about your community. You have an opportunity to be kind to your children's teacher who may not be from, who may not be uh, part of the community, who may not be uh, Jewish altogether. There is a way to behave. There is a way to be out there in the street. We are living in a very, very serious time right now. It is not a time to just, you know, just do things frivolously. We have to remember who we are. We need to comport ourselves properly. We need to go out there and be ambassadors, Shame Shemayim, for Kali Yisrael. And as Hashem, the Rebbein Shalom should help us. We need a lot of see after the shemaya.
0: Amen. We will leave it there. Rav Chaskill Bennett, political activist, board of trustee member of the Agudat Yisrael of America. Thanks so much for being here on the VIN News Podcast.
1: Thanks for having me.